When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a podcast from The Edge. I'm absolutely fine, but mini. Five minutes broadcast live from the edge, the brink, the overwhelm, the vortex that slips into your feed every Friday. Not that Friday feeling, but rather all the fucking feelings. And just to let you know that the week is nearly over and there's only one more week to go before you have to get through the next week. Oh God. Here we go. Hello everyone. Emily just went, I'm really looking forward to recording this podcast. (laughs) And I went, I'm not. Which sums up our entire personalities, really, doesn't it? How are you, Em? Oh, I'm absolutely fine. But a very nice young man just offered me his seat on the tube this morning. No. Yes. Oh. And I'm basically, I'm wearing cowboy boots and a satin skirt. I've never felt more kind of funky and relevant. You can't use the word funky because that makes you sound 65. I, I know, but I, I You might as well use the word bonking. Oh, yes. Okay, well, I was not bonking, but still... And I was standing there on the tube listening to my probably sort of Tupac Shakur. And there I was. And honestly, this very polite youth said, excuse me, ma'am, would you like a seat? And there is nothing more. I don't want to say humiliating, but it did puncture me. I'm now like a deflated balloon. What did you do? I said, no, thank you. I'm getting off at the next stop. Which is also no, thank true. you. Then you did some press ups. <laughs> <laughs> and got off at the next stop. Oh, Wow. It's like that. that it's happened. It's happening. Ah! Oh, no, stop. To my point. I'm Annabelle. I'm absolutely fine. But I am becoming, not even slowly becoming, rapidly becoming that woman. <gasps> you know, the one you hear about. The one that you occasionally see and it makes you wince. You know, she's, you know, the banshee, the fishwife, <laughs> the harridan. I was just driving to come and record this podcast with Emily and um, and I pulled out of, of, of a side street and I stopped because I saw another car coming. But that wasn't enough for the woman behind the wheel. There's plenty of room for her, for her to get past. But the fact that I pulled out um, and given her, I don't know, a shock, she sat there glaring at me. You know, when they do that in that rather worthy, self-righteous way, glaring at me, what did you think you were doing? <laughs> and I couldn't get past. So I had to sit and I looked at her and I just went, fuck off. <laughs> She was about 70. And she looked at me and went, fuck off, with the accompanying hand movements. <laughs> oh, I love the fact, this sort of standoff. I love the fact that you swore in a septuagenarian and happily, and she swore back. Well, I'm closer and closer to being one myself. And it really cheered me up, actually. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it cheered her up, too. Well, I mean, so I, I hope like so. Sort of... Otherwise, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> I love that you're apologising now. That is not being that woman. 
oh, you know, usually I'll just go, fuck it. I don't like fights. I don't have the energy for fights. I don't care that much. But it's to do with the other person's attitude, isn't it? Yes. If someone is very cavalier or very confronting, then the way I suddenly feel about that is, really? <laughs> you want to pick a fight? Ah. Yesterday, I booked a table for dim sum and I got there, really exciting treat, you know. And she went, we only have a table outside, which was sort of in a sort of horrid shopping mall. And I looked out the door. I don't know what came over me. And I went, no, <laughs> that will not be happening. And she went, did you specify when you booked? And I went, yes. And she went, I'll check on the computer. I said, well, I can't help it if your people didn't write it down. Then she went, all right, I'll give you a table inside. And there were four of us. And she led me to a table, a round table for about 16. So we were sort of sitting in a row. And I went... Well, this is no good. When can you move up? I mean, it you know, so went terrifying. on and on and on. God knows what bodily fluids ended up in our dim sum <laughs> that day. And it's funny because then, then I sort of followed it up with a sort of dazzling smile and being, you know, shooting her, you know, winning grins. And I used to always think about people, have the courage of your convictions. Either be a bitch or be nice. Don't oscillate wildly between the two. But of course, now that's what I'm doing. I think, don't you think our sort of proximity to, I mean, I can, regular listeners will know that I'm sort of, you know, terrible, kind of unforgivable people pleaser to my great personal cost. But I do feel like there's something fizzing under my skin now that is the ability to kind of stand up for oneself or to basically draw a line and say no in a way that it's closer to the surface than it ever has yes. been before. And it's, it's really it, odd. That. And I'm I'm curious about the progression of it. So I find myself having a level of sort of inquisitiveness around my own bad temper. And I find myself thinking, I wonder where this will end. Yes. You know, I wonder how cross I'm gonna get <laughs> as the months and years. Well, because we've always been able to be that woman on behalf of other people, right? Hundred percent. But it's to do it's doing it for ourselves, and I, and I'm quite excited by it mm. too, for, because I'm someone who's sort of historically been very frightened of that anger and frightened of that side of me or that side of other people. Mm. The idea that I might like lose my not it's not losing your shit. It's just basically just saying exactly like you said. It's no, not today. No, don't take the piss. It is emphatically not losing your shit. That's the point. It actually, I say temper, but actually it's much chillier than that, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's absolutely icy. It's it's standing firm, really. Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, and we hate the boundary thing, but it's actually just, it's just like saying, this is where I stand and you cannot come any further and you must either apologise to me for the thing not having worked out or let me come through because it's true because I thought you know it's in a way it's not unreasonable when I was standing there fighting with the lady in the restaurant part of me was thinking oh this doesn't work out we'll just go somewhere else yes and when I was you know swearing at the lady in the car part of me was thinking oh I can always just reverse and let her pass yes you know it's not like I you know part of it is not caring very much yes interesting isn't it exactly and so therefore the stakes are stakes are low which means you know actually in some ways it's kind of good practice mm. for like holding one's line because mm. one doesn't yeah, God, it's really interesting. Anyway, I'm really fascinated about when I am that woman now. Well, for you, I think it's a genuine victory every time you manage to not beam, apologise and back out the door. You know, yeah. I really think it's fat. I mean, please don't do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? That, that would make so me funny. very, very intensely sad. <laughs> Imagine this podcast suddenly ceases because Emily's just told me to fuck off and she's had enough of me. I can't take any more of my shit. 
Anyway, listen, if you've got any examples of yourselves being that woman, please send them to us. Because yes. it'll make us feel less alone. Yes, please tell us if you've been that woman. We're hoping you have been. Yeah, exactly. So we always say if we're not in it together, we're not in it at all. Okay, bye. Have a lovely weekend. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.